Good morning, Mr. White. Good uh, morning, Mrs. Angel. And welcome to everybody to Teachers Change Lives podcast. We have a very special guest in the house. Her name is Kel Nicholson. Welcome to Kelly and thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Good morning. So we have got a big story to tell. Um, Kel dropped into my social media uh, a week or so ago and I definitely recognised that this was the perfect story to be telling uh, because Kel has just finished her 20th year in education, correct? This is the start of my 20th year. Start of the 20th wow. year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and she gave, uh, like, hold it, let's just, Let's just pause. It does. It deserves a medal, Kel. Um, and so we're going to hear a whole lot about your career so far to, um, to date um, because it continues, which is really exciting. So let's tell the world a little bit more about Kelly Nicholson. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to kick it off with uh, alumni. So Kel went to Moranbah East State School for primary school. She went to secondary school at Moranbah State High School and she headed to the beautiful sandstone buildings of the University of Queensland and did a, a Bachelor of Applied Science majoring in education. And tell us a bit more about her, Whitey. Yes, and Kel is an avid hockey player, an Australian Masters representative, and I'm looking forward to hearing a bit more about that. She's a career teacher straight from school to uni and then back to school. She's taught in the UK for two years. She's been head of department for nine and a teacher for 11, married with a son who is in year eight and a foster carer for cats for the RSPCA. Welcome, Kel. Great to have Give you. Give it Thank up you. for Kelly Nicholson. Yes. I'm exhausted just listening to the list, actually. Exactly. All right. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off the applause, but we got lots to talk about. So um, let's let's kick it off with the the question we always ask. So you've been a career teacher yourself. So who is the teacher that positively impacted your life and what did they do? Uh, Shane Roberts. Yeah, so he popped out to the country to do his uh, country service. Um, and I don't know, he just had this way of, of connecting with students, um, just this way of, of allowing you to just feel really seen, um, of taking the time to really get to know you and build really positive relationships. But he was also really great at finding ways to challenge you. And I think that was probably really for mm-hmm. me the first time that I guess I, what I found is that I coasted along, like just kind of didn't work too hard. Things came fairly easily. So I kind of got into the habit of just sort of doing that, which, um, you know, cause it was doing the job. And then all of a sudden I had this person come along and they're kind of like, well, that's not really good enough. Um, you need to do better. I was like, hang on, but I'm, but I'm doing all right. They're like, yeah, but you could do better. Yeah. So yeah. You know, why do your average when you could do better? And that, I found that really challenging, but I guess you've got two ways to take that, don't you? You can take that as a challenge and thrive with it, or you can see that as a as a bit of a put down and a negative and, and sort of retreat from it. So I guess, um, you know, credit to to my parents and how I was brought up. Um, someone presented me with a challenge and, like, I just took it and ran with it. Um, and then along the way, as, um, you know, you find those difficult moments, he, fe- he was really great in not – rescuing or coming and saving he was really great in supporting and still allowing you to find the answer which then of course gives you that additional feeling of accomplishment because Mm -hmm. I still got there even though I needed help 
I still got there. I didn't just get it handed to me on a plate. So just getting used to that feeling, getting comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. And that's probably something that I say probably too many times to my kids now. They're probably sick of hearing it. But, um, you know, if you're not learning, if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. So, you know, what's the point? Yeah. So good. And do you think, um, so like you've already said that you've, you see that you do that with your students now. And um, do you think that, so were you already that person because of your, were you playing hockey at the time or did hockey come after that? So were you already oh, an athlete playing, and kind of. I've been playing since I was six. Um, yeah. But I didn't really have a massive drive to, I, I never dreamt of going to the Olympics um, because frankly, I just wasn't good enough. And I identified that I wasn't good enough early. So for me, playing hockey, absolutely loved it, always have loved it because I just love the team aspect of hockey. I love getting around the girls and and I love that environment, you know, like I'm probably one of the original hype girls, to be honest. Like I'm constantly <laughs> running around the field and like, woo, and, you know, um, politically incorrectly um, patting people on the bottom still. So, uh, uh, so I, I just love being in that environment and I, I just love um, – you know, seeing the smiles on people's faces when they do something that they didn't realise I could do or, you know, that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. and it no, wasn't until no. I kind of no, – Sorry, Gary. It kind of wasn't until I kind of got older that um, this sort of second opportunity came around that I didn't really ever realise was not going to be another opportunity and it started out as a bit of a – one of my best friends said, hey, we, there's this – there's this tournament, we should, you know, go and play it. We're old enough to play it now. It sounds like a really awesome girls' weekend away. And I'm like, yeah, I'm up for a girls' weekend away. Sweet. Like, let's do it. And then all of a sudden it's 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 rolled and I'm representing Queensland and, and it all sort of happened very quickly. Yeah. Right. And, so tell and, us tell us a bit more about representing the... Australia. Yeah. That came a bit later simply because COVID um, put a stop to it. So the first team I was picked and I was actually meant to compete at the World Cup in 2020, but of course that was cancelled. So this oh, is a little cool. bit of redemption. Um, I haven't done the World Cup yet, so it's very much a big uh, item that I need to tick off because I should have already been there. Yeah. Right, right. But you've got that on the horizon, haven't you? I do. Um, and, you know, touch wood um, that, you know, it's a long season. It's a long way away that um, everyone gets there safely and healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's, her body is a temple. So um, as usual, um, Mr. White and I um, have clinked <laughs> glasses and cheers as recording. And Kelly is not partaking because her body is a temple. And I respect that, my friend. Um, so, so can you... It's, it's more about recovery because there just isn't any at this age. So yes, I'm doing whatever, everything that I can um, to be able to walk tomorrow. Yeah, yes, beautiful. Right. And also, and make it to, um, and make sure that your body makes it to, yeah, that's right. um, to the big competition. So heading to Cape Town at the end of the year um, mm -hmm. for the World Champs. So what I would love to hear from you, and I feel like our listeners would be interested. We have lots of beginning teachers and early career teachers so I would love, because we're talking about hockey, can you, so Education Queensland is really supportive of people who, um, who represent at a high level. So can you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that? And so you can actually juggle a really high um, performing um, sporting career and also um, be an awesome teacher like you are. Absolutely. It just comes down to priorities and what you're willing to um you know, put on top of the ladder. 
but it also means, you know, you have to understand that you can't have everything. Um, but Education Queensland, to their credit, you know, they do provide um, five days leave for um, representing at high level, mm-hmm. so representing at state or uh, national level, which is a really great opportunity for people to be able to access that um, and go away. And, again, I've I've always had support of every administration team that I've ever been in in regards to taking leave and things like that to access um, my sporting commitments, and they've been very, very supportive. Um, so, you know, I'm yet to find, and that's across a number of different schools and a number of different administrations, have always been supportive in Education Queensland, and I have found that as a department, um, have always been really great at that. So, you know, I guess one of the positives of, of schooling is that if, you, if you're if you willing to, I guess, be part of the 5am club, there is adequate time in the day to do what it is that you need to do and still be good at all of it. Um, you just yeah, have right. to think a little bit about, you know, do I need to stay up until 11 o'clock watching maths, um, which at the moment I do. Um, <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice, right? It's a, it's a choice it's a and choice. a sacrifice. That's right. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, with the, with the current days of um, catching up and streaming via apps, you don't even need to stay up until 11 there o'clock anymore. There you go. Anymore. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. Making sure, you know, so I, you know, it's little things like I get up early, I get done what I need to get done because otherwise I, by the end of the day, I've talked myself out of it. I'm very, very, very convincing. So if I get up and get it done, it's it's done, uh, the band-aid's off, the endorphins kick in, and then I have a great day. And then I can be the best that I can be for the kids as well um, because I've ticked that off. And so then I'm already buzzing because I feel good about myself. I've done something. I've achieved something in the day. Um, and then I can bring that into my classroom. That's Absolutely. And it's, it. it's great that, that um, school administrations recognize that if you've got a goal, like all teachers are human beings, and if you've got a goal that's outside of the sphere of their profession and education, uh, they should be supported in achieving that. Because not only do we, uh, you know, are we pedagogical wizards in the classroom, but we're also got our own hopes and dreams, and we need to be modeling that and how to achieve that. Uh, to our students, and I think I really have noticed in, in I've been teaching fifteen years, and I reckon in that time I've noticed a, a big shift away from being the uber professional all the time in the classroom to being encouraged to share a bit more about yourself um, and and grow. Do you, have you noticed that as well in your twenty years? Yeah, and I mean, I guess for me too, um, as for being gay. I did have to hide a lot of myself for the first 10 years of teaching. I didn't feel comfortable that I could actually be myself. So Mm. it has been in the last 10 years that I have been able to make those connections with my students and not feel like that could be a hindrance to my career or what I do. So, you know, in, in the last 10 years, it's now not even sort of like, it's not even something that comes up. Whereas previously when I have been in other, at other schools, it has been something that's come up as an issue. So there has been an enormous shift, but not, but the kids, the kids couldn't care less. And the kids haven't yeah. cared less in a really long time. It's been the other teachers, to be completely honest. Mm. And yeah. that has completely changed. It has completely transformed. Um, and That's now so I, I feel nothing but support and love from everyone that I work with. And I, I work with such an amazing team of people. I'm so blessed um, that I do work with such an amazing group of people. Love it. Wonderful. Well, I, feel, I feel like that young people nowadays kind of, demand a bit more from you like demand a bit more yeah, I think so um, too. back in the day you know 20 years ago uh, you know 20 plus years ago when I started it was you, you you weren't encouraged the kids weren't encouraging you to share 
um, more. Whereas now they're like they're very skillful at getting a little bit more information out of you because they, they're really <laughs> looking for that deep connection um, with their teachers. I feel like now is that just me or do you guys agree with that? No, I absolutely agree with the deep connection part. I think as any person who's trying to figure out who they are and and what they stand for uh, is trying to find a connection with someone who they can kind of see themselves in. So I think they're just trying to find their place and they're trying to find allies to feel safe and supported ultimately at the end of the day. So I guess any little bits of ourselves that we're able to um, open up to the kids to provide that safe um, sort of ally space is yep. so Connection. important. Such an easy yep. thing for us to do, yeah. Um, without overstepping that line either, um, and less to risk have kids nowadays. Feel like they belong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 finally we're in a, a more evolved world where there is that support for people to be themselves. And um, so yeah, I think more because kids are growing up in this era as well. They are more comfortably seeking that connection in those people in everybody. It's just validation, isn't it? You know that you matter, um, and that's ultimately that's what it all comes down to. You know they they're exposed to so much content from so many so from so many aspects. I just feel like they're probably just overwhelmed. Like, yeah. where do I begin? Mm-hmm. Where do I fit mm-hmm. in? in all of this plethora that I have in front of me? What does that mean for me? What's real? What's real? And what does it, yeah? What does it mean for me? Yeah, I yeah. feel like we can see from this that Kel um, Kel gets kids. And this post that um, that she put up uh, a week or so ago, I, I'm going to read it out if that's okay with you, Kel. Uh, and then I want to unpack it a little bit because you've given some absolute, um, three absolute gems in this post uh, for beginning teachers, but not just for beginning teachers, I reckon mid-career teachers, anybody who hasn't hit that 20-year mark, this is absolute uh, ace advice for somebody from somebody who, who has. So... Uh, She started off with warning long post. I didn't feel like it was long enough, just in case you're wondering, (laughs) Kel. That's my feedback, all right? Uh, It's more than a sentence, so people tend to switch (laughs) off, you know. True, you're right, you're right. Uh, So this year marks my 20th year as a secondary school teacher. I've been attempting to reflect this year, and I definitely won't be saying it feels like yesterday because, in truth, it feels like it's been 100 years since I started. There is no doubt that this job is hard. Harder than I expected, but it is so rewarding, which easily makes up for the difficult days. During my reflection, I've narrowed things down to three of the most important lessons I've learned along the way. Number one, if anybody wants to grab a piece of paper and a pen, now's the time. Number one, uh, relationships. Oh boy, this is easily the top one. Everyone needs a work husband or wife. If you don't have one, get one. Simple. And building relationships with the little humans sitting in front of you because they are all that matter ever. Number two, be willing to reflect and seek feedback. The best feedback I've ever received is from the aforementioned little humans because they are all that matter ever. And number three, get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. Things change. Deal with it. If you aren't uncomfortable, you aren't growing and learning and your growth ensures that you are the best you can be for the little humans because they are all that matter ever. So if you've made it this far, I've had the pleasure of teaching you or teaching with you and we haven't connected in a while. I would love to know what you're up to. I've been so incredibly lucky to teach amazing little humans along the way and the odd terror. Here's to another 20 years. Um, I so love it. Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And then the responses that you had to that, Kel, was just beautiful. Some of those terrors putting their hands up to let them know, yep, still here. Oh. 
I'm not God in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I did my time, made it out. Thank you for the lessons, yeah. Mrs. Nichols, Ms. Nicholson. Um, so anything, anything that further that you want to add to that? I want to talk about the work husband and work wife because. So do I. Amen, sister. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. amen. And yeah. I've got one of each, and I still think I probably don't have enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> my work wife is actually off on maternity leave, so it's a devastating blow. How Absolutely devastating blow. Yes. How dare she? I know. Uh, does she know. Does she know the impact that this is having on you? You need to name uh, and shame her right now. Um, <laughs> Bree Hudson, I'm looking at you. Yeah, uh, come I on, hope, Bree. I hope you're just as critical when you head off to Cape Town to compete. <laughs> yeah. when you the positive is she does live around the corner from work, so I actually drop in every week and annoy her. Oh, so beautiful. that's the only thing that's kind of getting me through is I do get a weekly fix um, of, of her and now her little uh, mini-me. So Love it. Okay, let's go. So um, Bree Hudson, absolute legend. You've had more work wives and husbands. So I want to name, we name and fame on this show, Kel. Um, okay. So we're going to go around the table. Go go, Whitey, name one. Oh, um, Emily Benaki and um, Chrissy David. I've, I'm, I'm lucky I've got quite a few. Um, Jules Lippold, I've got like quite it. a few. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it's important to have um, people. It's a commune, it's more so than a work people. wife or husband. He yeah. likes, he's, he's actually living in a commune, which oh, is nice. It's a commune. Work, work but you're yes. sort of – it's teaching's you know, a weird sort of job because you're all sort of doing very different jobs, but you're all doing the same job as well. So you can mm. sort of – I don't know, it's, it's, I find it strange. And then working with different departments and that sort of thing. So I just find, you know, find the people that um, uh, you can – <laughs> you can unload on if if that makes sense. You can uh, yeah. sort of use as a soundboard. Yeah, it's a safe and space. If, it's a safe space, and you can mm. vent your frustration. Gee, you feel so much better afterwards. Yeah, and, uh, but because... you're not going to be held held accountable to that. They're not going to no. say to you, "Hey, but but yesterday you yeah. said <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, because... hey, we don't talk about yesterday. All right, we don't That's talk right. about yesterday. That's right. There's an understanding. This is a difficult profession, and yeah. anyone you can find to lean on in any way, uh, then mm. you know. And then asks you to lean on them as a um, in response and reply is is brilliant. So and and so um, conversely, I want to name a couple of people. Yvonne Harrington. Um, I couldn't live my life without this woman. I've, <laughs> I've in fact so much so that I've dragged her to different schools um, that I've worked at because I I need her with me. Um, I've had Josh. She had Kennedy. a choice in this. No, she didn't because she's she's my, she is my work wife. No, she did. She she was complicit. All right. Um, and I've had our oh, Kylie Bell. I mean, uh, Kel was also one of my work wives along the way. There, like I couldn't have done um, the years um, that we worked together at Balmoral without her and her support. So there's so you've just talked about their a sounding board, but the other thing that a work wife or husband does is they champion you and they yes. pump up your tires and yep. they celebrate your wins and they 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 embrace those wins as their own and you get yep. to embrace their wins as your own. So it's not just the the negative um, venting stuff, but they are no. the people who are going to remind you actually, actually I know you said that yesterday, but remember actually this is the impact that you're having. So you need them. You, uh, you absolutely you need them in your life. So if you don't have one, like Kel, no, if you, Kel said, go find one. So yeah. if you don't have one, the person that you maybe think might be, make it official. You know, 
Hit him up. Will you be my wife? On bended knee. A little daisy ring. I'm not sure if I've ever explicitly asked consent for the work wife or husband. No. Now that I think about it. In fact, I might have other work wives or husbands, and that makes me upset. Yeah. We've just made multiple, so We've spoken okay. about exclusivity, you know? I know. Do we need a policy, do we need a policy <laughs> document around this? That's why I was very clear in saying it's about people, not person. So yeah. people. Uh, yeah. yeah, but look, I, I think to make it official, if if uh, if they can just sort of flick you a text, say, get me a coffee, and then you get them a coffee and then you just forget about it, that's that's your work. Yeah. Yes. Work and my, my work husband is definitely doing the, the heavy lifting for Brie, you know, so and that's Owen O'Donoghue, love you to death, um, mm-hmm. our Irish friend. Um, and we Cheers. have breakfast together every morning while he sits mm. down and, and does the, the word number things that they do that I don't understand while I sit there on Instagram and drink my coffee. Oh, um, Wordle, yeah. No, yeah, he does Wordle at home and they do this thing in the, in the, the paper. The number one. Yeah, there's a jumble thing too. Oh, it's right. a thing, oh, okay. and I, I am zero help. Um, <laughs> so they they sit there and do that, um, and I just sort of sit there and every now and then throw out a comment from something I've seen on Instagram and, and interrupt them repeatedly. But they put yep. up with me, so yep. um, God yep. love him. I couldn't I could not do my job without him. He is easily um, one of the the most impressive people I've ever met in regards to teaching, okay. and the only right. person to this day. That I've had, as a first year teacher, I encouraged him to drink alcohol. It's the only time I've ever done it. Um, he had just he just had one of those classes, and it was Friday period four, and oh, he still yeah. turned up. He turned uh, up. Bless so, him to the Donahue. Well done, mate. That's awesome. <laughs> well done. And like I just said, a good work wife champions um, ch- champions their their fellow humans. So there we go. So um, yes. Kel, yes. Kel gets the gets the award as well for being a, an absolute legend. Um, all right, so we talk about magical moments and teaching tales here. So would you have a um, a magical moment that you would be able to share? So whilst you're thinking of one, do you have one, Kel? I do, yeah. Wonderful. Listen to this for a sting. Magical moment. That's um his voice just recently cracked, so it's a lot lower now. So I'm glad we captured that moment in time. <laughs> awesome. Tell us tell us your magical moment. I was my first year teaching. This is when I learned all about how important relationships were. Um I'm trained as a, a science PE teacher. But of course in in my first year, here's my timetable and enjoy your year nine maths class. Really fantastic. Can't wait. Um, as as a lot of teachers know that we get very used to being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so off I went and what I then realized afterwards is that it was actually the year nine boys football team um, as the class. Um, and they chewed through five teachers before me. Um, which I didn't know at the time. But I we bonded over. Of course, they didn't tell you that. Are you? They didn't. They didn't leave uh, with that. Yeah. Um. But when I sort of had a bit of a look at you know previous results, most of the kids hadn't passed math in a number of years. So you know the kids are just you know they're disengaged. They're not interested. Oh, I'm just going to mm. fail anyway. A lot of that sort of mentality. Um. And it, and I got there by Friday afternoon. Period four was dodgeball. I know we had curriculum to get through. But it was dodgeball, and it had to be dodgeball because mm. I needed something to get to Friday period four. And we set the, set the bar pretty low. This is what we need to get through to get there. 
Um, and then as the year went on, you just, you know, you just increase the bar, increase the bar, increase the bar. And it worked just as well for me because sometimes that first throw was everything I needed <laughs> to stay in the game. <laughs> oh, I was... So it was just as important for me as it was for them. Uh, but I, the, the big crowning moment for me, <laughs> I was I was off on a on a hockey. Um, I was coaching the hockey team. I was off on a trip, and I happened to come back halfway through Friday period four. You know, the lesson of the week that you just had to get through. And I walked upstairs to the class, and every single kid had their desk turned backwards mm-hmm. and was facing the back of the room refusing yes. to engage with the teacher. And I've walked in and sort of went, uh, excuse me, boys, can you please explain to me what's happening? And they all as one got up, spun around, turned the desks and said, oh, we'll talk to you, miss, but we're not talking to them. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, that was that to me is a moment that I'll never forget, having that feeling, that connection with the kids. But also, also obviously, I have had created such a safe space for them that when I wasn't there, they didn't feel like they had it. Yeah. And my biggest crowning uh, glory for that class was 100% pass rate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So good. Wow. Well, let so me tell good. you, they weren't pretty passes, but it doesn't have to be um, no. because C- minus is a C- minus baby. Uh, that's right. And, right. A, and, and a C- minus in maths when you've never achieved a C-, C- minus before can actually yeah. change a kid's life. So. Yeah. Yep. So that, that probably changed my life more than it changed theirs. That was mm-hmm. my make or break moment as a teacher in my first year. Yeah. Te- and teaching is teaching, I guess, in the end. So the the content is one thing. And we haven't had a single guest that has come on that said, you know, Shane, uh, what's, what's uh, your teacher, Shane's last name? Shane Roberts. Shane Roberts. You would, Nobody's come on and said, Shane Roberts, gee, he knew his content. He was a content specialist. He knew that textbook inside out. Not a single person has has said that. It's the it's the people, the teachers who saw the kids and who um, made those kids feel something about themselves and changed how those kids felt about themselves as as yep. humans and and learners that have the biggest impact. Uh, mm. Yeah, so that's beautiful. It's the impact Absolutely. on us. I don't think we talk about that enough. Like I can't talk, I can't yeah, talk true. any uh, more possibly about the impact that the kids that I've had in front of me have had on me as a human being and what I've taken away from them because I learn just as much and I cherish it just as much as they do. And I think that's the, probably the thing that isn't spoken about enough about how, I mean, it's the only reason why we stay in the job, certainly not yes. for money. Um, yeah. So, you know, we get just as much as they do, if not more. Yeah. And I think, yeah. that, I mean, that's why, that's why you're 20 years in and I think that's why sometimes, um, I mean, there's many reasons why there's so many people leaving the profession right now, but if it's all about what you're giving out and you're not noticing your growth and, and the impact it's having on you, like you've also got to look inwards and and, and experience and be you know, open to feeling that experience of growth and mm. um, and pride in in what you're actually doing in that classroom. All right, but um, has it all always gone perfectly well, Kel? Like, has everything always gone gone really, really well? <laughs> so we want to, and in fact, I'm, wanna... I'm still waiting for a perfect <laughs> lesson to take place. Excellent, uh, excellent. Well, uh, me too. That's great. So we want to hear one of those times um, when it hasn't all gone perfectly well. So think about that one. Just yeah, a look, you know, we do a lot of, um, you know. The... 
Does it stink for everything? Are you guys doing these voiceovers? No. no that, 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 that's Xavier. That's, that's... my son. <laughs> yeah, caught him just before his voice broke. All right, yes. go for it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, great. Very yeah. with that. Um, yeah. Science quite often gets tapped on the shoulder to do the, hey, we're doing a, you know, uh, gala day. Uh, we'd love you to do something, right, sort of thing. Can no. you whip something up for us? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, no worries. Um, and, you know, we've got our risk assessments we have to follow and things like that. And at a particular space where, you know, we grab the plastic bottle, do the dry ice thing, the bottle explodes. Kids mm-hmm. love it. Super easy to do. Uh, minimal risk involved. If you get to follow your risk assessment. Um, and then, of course, this is one day I'm told you can't have it there. Uh, we've got this other activity set up. I'm like, well, I have to have it there. Like, that's part of the risk assessment. No, you're going to have to put it here. So, no, that's not a great place for it. I actually think that that's quite a bad place for that. Um, it's going to be really loud. You've got it quite close to the school there, next to buildings and things. That's not really appropriate. And it just happened to be the one time where, like, I've, the, the ratio of water to dry ice was spot on. Nailed it. Probably my best explosion to date. Absolutely nailed it. Because you want the bottle to take a little bit of time, but not too much time that you might have to go over and poke it with a stick, right? <laughs> and it was just that amount of time where I thought, oh, I might have to go check it, and then it went. And it went so well that the alarms went off. Yes. <laughs> hey. And I said, and it was one of those things where you just, you know, were kind of sitting down, um, you know, everyone's panicking, and you get that person approach you and, you know, want to chastise you. I said, I told you this wasn't in my risk assessment. Yeah, yeah. I did say it was probably going to be pretty noisy, so. Uh, um, not, yeah. wasn't I, you know, I did what I was told. Yep, um, yep, yep. So that's yeah. good, You, you can have that conversation. Nothing was damaged, nothing went on fire or anything like that, but it's definitely one of those times where it's just kind of like, you know, best laid plans. Yep. Um, maybe just listen to that science teacher. Yeah, nice. Talk about risk assessments. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you're not sure, check with the more experienced person who might actually know something about it, which of course is a science teacher here. Um, sometimes, yeah. look, sometimes we also go, nah, she'll be right. But you know, most scientific discoveries generally start with the word, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> or I wonder, or I, I wonder yeah, what will happen right. if I right. insert risky thing here. Yeah. Well, yeah, the only difference between um, just messing things up in a scientific experiment is that we just write things down. Yep. I love yep. that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like that. It's, uh, yeah. it's now I'm, a science uh, experiment. Bottle blew up spectacularly and set off alarms. It's now a scientific experiment, not just me uh, messing around. <laughs> That's awesome. So the other day when Zave was making a toasted cheese sandwich, um, it was just a science experiment when he put the cord inside the cheese toasty when he closed it and then burnt through the cord. It was just a science experiment. Oh, well, if he wrote it down, though. Did he write it down? Oh, no, he didn't. But once he hears this, he'll be right putting that on paper. Write it down. Yeah, just, good just pop that down, mate. It doesn't need to be yeah. pretty. <laughs> Observations. <laughs> Observations. Just underline it. Safety switch flicked, whole house lost power. Hmm, interesting. Well, you know, well, it could have been worse. You're, you're very true. It, it could have been, been worse. It could have been worse, exactly. Yeah. Said, uh, yeah. All right. Especially for a teenage boy. Like. You're right. Oh, you're right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah well, who, hey. who, who needs to get revenge on his mum for broadcasting his prepubescent voice? Fishing tales. Yes. Yeah. And, and telling everyone that it's his prepubescent voice, not one that he put on for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're right. Oh, so excited. I'm, I'm receiving a whole lot of feedback from you guys here. That's great. Well, <laughs> thank you. Well, now you're growing. Feedback is oh, yeah. required for growth. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's good. All right. Before we, before we let you go, we want to play a game with you. Um, last year we played a different game and Whitey lost every time. I did. Um, I didn't win a single one. Pressure. I didn't win a single one and we had to change the game because obviously that wasn't working for me. I'm a little bit competitive. Yes. So this year we've actually we've had the um, we've had the one interview and actually Whitey had a win his first yeah. win ever yeah. on this show. Congratulations! Yes. Thank you. One and oh. He handled that. He handled that with the the dignity um, and <laughs> you would expect. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> From me. Yes. He is yes. a winner, mate. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Don't don't encourage him. Um, all right. <laughs> so, are we ready to play? Absolutely. Uh, awesome. Yes. Say what? So you're going to say what answer you think it is, um, and it's going to be a number, and Whitey always goes first, all right? Okay. So the first question is uh, the Hockey Roos, which is the Australian women's national field hockey team, Yes. are ranked what number in the world as of August 2023? August 2023? Yeah, what yeah. What are you using? How old is this? I didn't stutter. I said, well, they haven't oh, had an international tournament since then, to be fair. Thank you. Oh, I, I think I'm in Kelly trouble. Nicholson, oh, and I, I accept I your apology. <laughs> All right. I mean, now, they're waiting for the Olympics, so everyone's chilling oh. out at the moment. Correct. All right, so, Harry. okay, I do know that uh, there are a few. I know India is very good. Mm. And I know I'm going to say I'm going to say we're ranked Two as of August twenty twenty three. Okay, Cal. Okay. What do you want to say? Uh, it's not number two. Oh, um, that'd be awesome though. Um, really? So are we just sticking with the men's or the women's here? Women's, women's, women's. Okay. It's women's. Because because the men's are potentially number two or number one, um, yeah, and they've been the there for bars. a while. But they are the cooks. Um, but where? We're not quite up there, unfortunately. Really? Um, no. And look. Can I change my response? <sighs> you can. No, don't. You can't change your response. <laughs> All right. Because unfortunately, <laughs> um, you're right. If they're number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted him to change his response. No oh, right. You got to give it to him. Okay. The girls are doing exceptionally well at the That's moment. That's awesome. They are just absolutely oh, wow. killing it, and are very yeah. high hopes for the Olympics for them getting uh, a medal. Yeah. Wait, really right. well. So who's who's number one? Do you know? The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Dutch. Yeah. It's a national sport. So that's that's a tough nut to crack. Yeah. Yeah. All righto. Right. So. All right. I reckon Kel should get a point there for for, for exactly. actually so stating she, that I was she, right. She was right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's level it up then. All right. All right. Do I go? Uh, do I go first again, or is this yeah, Kel's turn? You right, you first. always go first. Always, oh, like just always, nice. always. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, all right. So, um, how many Olympic metal gold medals? Metals have, or medals? Not met, no, not metals. Metals. Right. How medals. many gold medals have the hockey ruse won? How many how gold many, medals? How many gold medals at the Olympics? How many Olympic gold medals have the hockey ruse won? Not the kookaburras. No, no, because we're not talking about the kookaburras because we don't care about the kookaburras. All right, okay, okay. I'm going to go four. I'm going to okay. go four, four big ones. 
All right, so you're deciding, Kel, are you going lower than that? Are you- no, no, no. You've got to say, you know, you said this is a higher or lower. What's this? Wait, oh, because well, this is closer. Yes, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, this one closest. Yeah. I see why I go first now. Mm, yes. All right. So how <laughs> um, many do you reckon, Kel? I'm, I'm going lower. Okay. So you're going to say three? Two. Don't say two. Don't say two. Go three because then you're oh, going lower. I heard I heard two. Oh, well, did I have to give a number? Yes. I, two's a number that two's I heard. Two's a number. All right. Well, because it's two or three. No, so we'll go no three, go three. Winning in two. Like, Kel said lower. He said lower. Lower. It is though. It's definitely lower than four. It is because they've won three Olympic gold medals <gasps> in, oh, 19, in 1988, 1996, yeah. and 2000. So I would say they're Maybe due. 96 and the 2000, but 88 was slightly before my time. Yes, it was. That was Seoul, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, yes. Like I was Seoul, alive, right. but, yeah. you know, I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remember the 100-meter sprint that year. But I remember the two. I remember 96 and 2000. I watched those yeah. two. Yeah. Ben, so ben I knew Johnson it was two, in 88. I just wasn't sure about anything before that. Because I don't That's know how right. long hockey yeah, been t- in the Olympics. I remember 2000 as well. Yeah. yeah Hockey's big. In, yes, and that was in Sydney. It was, it was, in, it was Yes, Sydney. it was a home one. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I remember well, that. Yes, okay. Yes. Yep. So it's a tie. Oh, so, All right, one know, uh, no, Okay, cool. The tiebreaker. tiebreaker. The tiebreaker. tiebreaker. Oh. So there is a number that you're going to give me here. Okay. All right, so it's not higher or lower. You're going to give me a number because it's a big number. So <laughs> how many full-time equivalent teaching staff was there in Australia in 2023? Once again, old data. Why? Well, because we've only just started 2024. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, okay, that's fair. Literally, we're not even count out. You have no data for 2024. How many? Yeah, fair. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You're into your third day. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, I hear you. All right. So how many FTE teachers in Australia? Last year, yes. Right. Oh, God. You got five seconds, Mr. White. To give your um, number. Four, I, 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 three. 80,000. 80,000. Yeah. Cool. All right, Kel. What it's do you a got? number, isn't it? It is, is a number. Is it Australia or Queensland? It, it's in Australia. 120,000. 120,000. Well, I can tell you that it's not nearly. It's exactly 307,000. <laughs> so and I win. 41,000. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, want, uh, I want the and I got it. Or was it that way? Mate. No, you. Sixty thousand in Queensland alone, don't we? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Really? It's like it's like eighty thousand. Yeah. I just assumed. All right. So. Well done, Kelly Nicholson. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I knew well I just done. had to be above him at this point, so I just like, oh, yeah. I won't go too far. I just oh, have to be no, above no, him. It's definitely more love than eighty thousand. Love it. Love it. I love it. FTE. I thought, okay, that that's not how many teachers. That's how many full time equivalent. Full time equivalent okay. teachers. Yes. Eighty thousand. That's not a lot. No. No, it's not. No. And I. I regret my decision. You can't take it back, though. No take backs. Well, well done, Kelly. Um, well done. Yes, you're putting First back. First person to beat me with this. Well yeah, 2024. Well done. Um, all right, we are just about finished. So, Kel, how can people uh, tune in to 
the Australian team when they head over to Cape Town? How do you think yeah. they can – what do they need to do to be able to keep uh, track of that? If you jump onto the Hockey Australia website, they'll provide information on how you can live stream the games um, and the platform that they use for that. That is fabulous. Awesome. Um, and any last little piece of, of advice, we have uh, we have a high number of beginning teachers and early career teachers who listen to us and also a growing number of people who are thinking about joining the profession. So mm-hmm. any words of advice from a 20-year um, veteran of the career um, in education? There's always tomorrow. When things don't yeah. go to plan... They're not supposed to go to plan, you know. Kids are amazing in that every day is different. And that's one of the exciting things about teaching is every single day is different. And that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just different. Um, Just know that, um, you know, that terrible lesson that you think you had, we've all had them. I still have them. still have Mm. those lessons where you just walk out and just go, what actually just happened in that room? I'm not even really sure. And it's about being able to turn around and go and reflect and say, wasn't great, but tomorrow will be. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So true. So true. Go tell your work wife or husband about it and then, um, and then, and then walk back (laughs) in those doors tomorrow because those kids are counting on you. And, um, yeah. And because in the end, the only thing that matters are the kids ever. Like, uh, I'm going to be quoting that for a long time to come, Kelly. And yeah, really, really appreciate what you've, um, what you've, what you've shared tonight. Thanks, Kelly. I always Mm -hmm. like to finish with uh, how do people connect with us? How could they connect with us? Well, they can uh, go to our email. Excellent. And the yep. on email via Teachers Change Lives Podcast at gmail.com. Kel, you wouldn't think that was a difficult question, but the number of times he's gotten that one wrong. So well done, Mr. <laughs> Mr. White. Your season first win. five. Season five. Nailed it. Nailed it. Proud moment. <laughs> See, you can come back tomorrow and be a and, little bit better and, than yeah, yesterday. That's right. There's always tomorrow. That's always right. tomorrow. That's always right. tomorrow. And there's always our <laughs> socials. You can get on our socials. Mm-hmm. How about you fill us in on the details there, Shaz? Damn you! Don't throw it back to me. You can, uh, you can, you can connect with us. Teacher Change Life podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TCL Pod on Twitter. No, don't come to Twitter because it's not even called Twitter anymore. See us X. on on the um, on the the TikTok. You can also find us on the TikTok. The TikTok. The TikTok. Yes, all of the young hip people are doing the TikTok, and sometimes we do as well. Anyway, um, we've all got lessons to prepare for and uh, beauty sleep to be had. So good luck at World Champs, Kel. Yes, um, indeed. You smash it, we'll be watching. Absolutely. Keep slaying in your classroom. Your kids are lucky to have you. Yes, they are. Mr. White, we haven't even uh, talked about the fact that you're recording from your um, garage, but we'll get into that next week. (laughs) Okay. I'll probably still be here. So, yep. Probably. Awesome. All right. Why not? Thank you so much to our listeners. We'll see you all next week. Thank you, everyone. So Thanks, thank Kel. you for coming. Thanks, Chaz. Thank you. Powered by Riverside.